welcome to the podcast. Can you hear the airplane? We live not far from the airport, so if you hear any background noise, it will most likely be an airplane like we're hearing now. I'm Lisa Page, and this is the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. It is December 10th. It's around noontime. I'm in my office, and I figured, you know what? I need to do a podcast today. It's been a couple weeks. I have been really bad about getting podcasts up weekly. And to think that like at one point I was entertaining doing two and three podcasts a week, I just don't think I have enough content. It's, you know, it just it's a season. Sometimes I wonder if I should actually do podcast seasons like some some other podcasters do. I know that um, Mallory Irvin, who I love, I follow her. She does seasons where she takes some months off in the summer and comes back in the fall. I don't know. But anyway, I hope that you're having a wonderful December. I cannot believe that uh, Christmas is two weeks away. It's insane. It's insane. You know that this month will be 10 years that we have lived here in Dallas, Texas, And I love living in this state so much. I love it. I knew from the second Stu brought me down here 12 years ago, just for a quick weekend visit, I knew that moving to Texas was going to be in our long-term plans. Tell me this was not a sign. So we touched down in Dallas. By now I know we're here. We're here in Dallas. Surprise, surprise. We get in the rental car. It was a beigey gold four-door Cadillac sedan. I believe this is when Stu started obsessing about Cadillacs and inevitably got one once we moved here. But that's another story for another time. But anyway, we turn on the radio and of course I'm trying to find the channels that we want to plug into the, to the car stereo as our favorites. And a song ends and all of a sudden I hear my voice come on and it's a promo for Billy Bush and the Pop Crush Nights show, which inevitably I ended up taking over years down the line when we did end up coming to Dallas for good. And I could not, we couldn't believe it. It was like Billy Bush, Pop Crush Nights. At that time in my career, I was doing a lot of voice work for different radio stations across the country. And one of the stations was a Dallas market, uh, obviously. And I do remember cutting the lines, but I had no idea I just didn't realize that I was going to be on one of the more popular stations down here. And it was me right there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is such a sign. And I swear I've stuck by that ever since. We had the best weekend. We stayed at the mansion in Turtle Creek, which is this really like upscale neighborhood, beautiful section of Dallas, old money. The houses are huge, multi-million dollar houses beautiful neighborhoods. And we just took in the whole city. And I remember leaving Dallas thinking, oh, I've, we've got to come to the city. We have to live here. We've got to move here at some point in our lives. I love it so much. I'll never forget that weekend. I'll never forget that trip. The weekend that we were here, ironically, was a weekend that Philly got a huge snowstorm. So it didn't miss that at all. Still don't miss the snow. My sister sent me a picture of a light snowfall fall they got in Connecticut a couple nights ago. My response was, ew. She's like, I knew you were going to say that. Granted, it was a dusting. And I can handle about that much snow. Now that I have kids, okay. I mean, throw in a couple inches so they can experience it, blah, blah. But I don't like living in that climate. I don't like being cold six months out of the year. I don't like the bare trees, the slush, the ice, the rain, the bitter coldness. I don't miss it. And to be quite honest with you, I don't miss the attitude that comes 
from some people who live in the Northeast. I'm not saying everybody, so you don't need to message me or throw down a bad review because I'm stereotyping everybody that lives in the Northeast as full of an attitude and a stick up their ass. I'm not saying that, but yes, I am. If I were still living in Bucks County, I would say the same thing. Not everybody is friendly. And I'm not saying that every single person that I engage with down here is the friendliest, but generally what they say about living in the South is true. Most people are very welcoming. Most people are very friendly. They are very chatty. I thrive in this kind of environment. Not everything is an altercation. Not everything is an issue. Not everybody takes offense to everything. It's a nice break. I'm willing to bet if you ask any of your friends who have moved from the Northeast to a Southern state, they most likely would probably agree with my assessment of the lifestyle in which Southerners live. It's very laid back. You're not ever feeling rushed unless you're late for pickup. But I mean, for the most part, it's just calm down here. And obviously, politically, my views are more accepted down here, not by everybody, but by most people. So I'm surrounded with many like-minded people And the biggest selling point about living here in Texas is, oh, just there's a church on every block. God is accepted. Um, It is not strange to walk into a nail salon, many nail salons. This is my big observation from living down here for 10 years. Most nail salons that I go to are playing Christian music, gospel music, a gateway soundtrack, and it's awesome. It is great. So if you are deliberating and you're on the fence or you're just like not sure, I hope my pitch about coming to Texas worked on you. Of course, if you're coming from a blue state, I'm assuming you're coming and you're going to move here and you're also going to vote red because the whole reason why you're leaving your blue state is because you don't like the regulations and the mandates and the lockdowns and the ridiculous protocols and all of that shit. Because I'll tell you right now, Texas, we've been open for months and months and months. I feel like this is pre-COVID times. It's year 2019. Everything feels normal. Truthfully, it doesn't feel like we ever went through a pandemic because a lot of those stupid rules, they are no longer issues here in Texas. As with Florida, that's why we love Governor DeSantis so much. Hopefully the governor of Texas, our future governor, will be uh, the guy I work with, Chad Prather. I think the stress of the holidays is really getting to some of you because I'm getting more DMs than usual regarding hair, hair loss, hair growth, thickening. What am I using? I've been using Nutrafol since May. Okay. First thing I have to tell you about this supplement is that they're capsules, not horse tablets. I do so much better with capsules. I feel like I'm always trying to choke down regular tablets. The thought of a tablet grosses me out and you don't need to worry about that with Nutrafol. It is a product designed to help grow and strengthen your hair Not only does it help transform your hair, but it restores all of your lost confidence because let's be honest, not to be shallow at all, but hair is a big thing. A lot of my friends 
they got the weaves going. No, it's true. Shout out to my friend Jessica. She's probably going to hate me for this. They're wearing all of these extensions. They're doing all of the things and spending so much money to make it look like they have fuller hair. And really, it's not that hard. They need to discover Nutrafol. I don't even know why none of them have hit me up on this yet. But Nutrafol uses two targeted formulas clinically shown to improve your hair's growth and thickness with less shedding. It's going to target those five main causes of thinning hair, which has everything to do with stress of the holidays, buying for everybody, wrapping for everybody, hormones, you know, premenopausal. I don't even want to think about it. Environment, nutrition, metabolism. It's physician formulated. And what I love, and I'm so happy that I can confidently say that it is 100% drug-free. They use medical-grade botanicals, so you're not feeling any type of weirdness, jitters, you know, your heart rate speeding up, none of that side stuff, okay? You can grow thicker, healthier hair, and you can support my podcast by very simply going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code LISA. You'll save 15 bucks off your first month's subscription it is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. legal customers for a limited time. Plus, you're going to get free shipping on every order. Y'all know how I feel about free shipping. I will not even look at a site that does not offer free shipping, not only to me, but also if I don't like it, I want free shipping going back to that company. Free shipping on every order, 15 bucks off, Nutrafol.com. Spell it out, baby. N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Use my name, Lisa, as your promo code and save 15%. There you go. Merry Christmas. Getting back to Chad Prather. Shout out to Chad. His birthday was yesterday. Okay, so Chad is partaking. Now, this is the third time he's doing Stu's Power Hour, which is going to air next Friday night on Blaze TV and on YouTube. This is the first time I'm going to be doing the show with them. I think it's uh, it was definitely me, Chad. I believe Jason Butchell, who's the head researcher of the Glenn Beck program. Sarah Gonzalez, my girl, American Beauty. She just dropped a... a amazing cosmetics line a couple of months ago. So support her. The link will be in my show notes. Uh, and I think there's a couple other people, not sure. But what I'm debating is whether or not I actually partake. Do I drink with them or do I just sit back and and watch? Do I moderate or do I have a glass of wine? But I'm telling you, if I just drink, and it's not hard because it tastes like apple juice. If I just drink a six ounce glass of Moscato, I'll be good. I don't need to get wasted blackout drunk to have a good time that's never been my thing i drink occasionally and i think that's why i'm such a lightweight because i'm not a regular i'm not someone that you know drinks socially so I, my body is honestly just not able to to handle a lot of alcohol so it would be fun but it would also be kind of fun to watch everybody else make complete fools of themselves but next week's power hour i would be remiss not to mention it and i will link Stu's previous power hours because they are so funny but I believe it's airing next Friday night at nine o'clock on YouTube and Blaze TV and uh, I will definitely provide you those entertaining links in the show notes so just click over there when you're done listening to this podcast and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about I mean when you're doing a shot of beer every minute for an hour that is equivalent to like six or seven beers they're gonna be lit by the end of the hour can we please talk about my latest mission on trying to find a new salad dressing that I'll love? Y'all, I have been on the hunt for the last couple of weeks. I'm daily buying different types of dressings and throwing them out 
once I taste them. Yes, it's a complete waste of money, but I have to find the perfect Italian balsamic dressing, one or the other. And so far, no dice. My motivation behind all of this, let me explain if you didn't catch my Instagram stories the other night. Tons of studies show that the average person can easily gain between seven and 10 pounds between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm going back to Halloween. I'm saying between Halloween and Christmas, the average person, if they're not watching it, they're not working out, they're not sticking to their regimen, or maybe they just don't care. But the average person can gain seven to 10 pounds. I have not gained seven pounds, nor have I gained 10 pounds, but I have gained three pounds. And to some of you, that might not be a thing. It might not be such a big deal for you, but to me it is. What does salad dressing have to do with any of this, Lisa? That's probably what you're asking yourself. And here's the reason. Because one, I've been sort of in a salad rut for the past few months. Like I'm fine with going out to a restaurant and ordering a salad, but I'm just like not motivated to make my own salads. And I'm blaming the fact that like I can't find a really good salad dressing that I like. And also, I figured that if I can just load up on veggies and protein and make huge salads for lunch and dinner a few days a week, those will offset the extra calories I'm taking in by eating the sweets that are lying around. Does that make sense? So that's why I need to find a new dressing. I don't want anything creamy. I want some type of Italian or balsamic based dressings. Uh, I'm not looking for anything sugar-free. I don't like a lot of salad dressing on my salads anyway, so a little goes a long way for me, but I just not have, I have not found that perfect one yet. And thank you for the suggestions, those of you who have reached out through Instagram. I appreciate your concern, and I will look out for some of the brands you mentioned this weekend when I go to the store for the 400th time this week. Intuitive eating, yeah, <laughs> that hasn't been a thing for me since Halloween because we're in that season of celebrating and parties and getting back to normal life, at least in Texas. I know in Florida, they've been living their normal lives for a long time too. But my point is it can get out of control. You can spiral very easily because you have the fallback and the excuse of all of these parties and these grab bags and these girls nights and these dinners and the company parties and the luncheons and all of it. It's easy to slip back into those bad habits. Are you already saying to yourself, okay, well, in the new year, I'm going to get back on it. I'll get back on the wagon. I'm going to start fresh. Well, I'm telling you right now, if you're eating the way you're eating by the new year, you're going to be really struggling because, you know, three pounds turns to five pounds, five pounds turns to 10 pounds. And then by then it's a very overwhelming feeling. And some may think, well, I know what to do. I know what to do to lose 10 pounds. Well, I know what to do to lose three pounds. And have I done it? Nope. And every day I wake up and I'm like, it's going to be a new day. I'm going to be, I'm going to be on track and I'm going to keep it together. And I'm going to go back to the way I ate before. And I'm going to get back to my maintenance weight. And I can't help that I ate a molasses cookie before I came in here for this podcast. It's just one cookie. It's just two pieces of candy. Well, if you're anything like me and you love sweets, it's not just two pieces. When January 1st rolls around, I don't want to be feeling all the things I felt three years ago. And I think on my last podcast episode, I talked about it for a little bit. I know I did a whole podcast on weight loss and just getting healthy and getting my mindset. I'm looking out for my future self. And what I mean by future is essentially where my head will be at next month. Because you got to set new goals and new intentions. And it's a fresh start. I don't ever do resolutions because for me, they're not attainable, but I do like to have some goals in mind. I do want to have 
something that I can, you know, improve on, strive to be better at in certain areas of my life. Most importantly, I don't want to feel the way I felt three years ago. That overwhelming disappointment and discouragement, never feeling like I was enough and the constant negative self-talk. So much garbage went through my mind and I don't want to ever get to that point again in my life. For what it's worth, if this resonates with even just one of you today, then my job here is done. I'm just trying to look out for you because one pound, not a big deal. Five pounds, probably not a big deal. But when you start getting up to that 10 pound mark, it's hard to lose. I'm not saying you can't have your grandma's slice of apple pie. I'm saying don't have 12 slices. I'm not saying stay away from the white chocolate dipped pretzels with the extra sprinkles. I'm just saying don't have 10. Divinity candy is included on my list of things to watch out for. If you don't know what divinity is, it's a, how do you describe it? Mm, It's like a nougat type of candy. It's made with egg whites. That's the good part. But then, once you start reading down some of the ingredients, mm, you're going to see why. These are very hard to put down because it is really just sugar. It's corn syrup. You can put in chopped dried fruit That's optional. Um, A couple of divinity pieces that I ate last year, I remember had chopped nuts in them. Not crazy about the nuts. I prefer the the chopped dried fruit over the nuts. And you know, it's not a coincidence that divinity has been referred to as a Southern candy, which makes sense as to why I love it so much because you know, I'm a Southerner now. (laughs) I've been in Texas for 10 years. I'm a Southerner. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything is fine. I'll post a link to the Divinity Candy in the show notes. I'm happy to say that this weekend will not be as crazy and insane as last weekend was for us. I told you a few podcast episodes ago that I load us up on Christmas activities every year. Actually, Glenn and Stu were talking about Christmas traditions this morning on the radio. And, you know, Stu and I think it's super important to do all the things that we can with our kids so they remember Christmases. I remember that every year when my parents were still married, but we would go to the same Christmas tree farm every year on Goose Lane in Guilford, Connecticut. And we would chop down a tree and laugh at my dad for swearing up a storm because it wouldn't fall right away. There was a lot of sawing and, uh, you know, having him struggle to get it on the top of our station wagon was funny at the t- at the time. But we would go into the barn and I remember my mom always looking at the wreaths because the people that owned this tree farm would hand make all that stuff and they would serve us hot chocolate. And it is such a distinct memory, just so nostalgic for me. And I want my kids to look back at their childhood and feel the same way. I'm not stupid. I know that my kids are not going to want to continue schlepping around the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex doing all the things. But while they're in full belief mode, you bet your ass, I'm dragging them everywhere. So we did five pretty major things last weekend as far as the Christmas activities went. And I will admit that by Sunday afternoon at three o'clock, I was on the couch falling asleep. I completely overdid it. And I will tell you that at that point, Sunday, I was so tired from the four other things we did. And we still had one more thing I had scheduled. And that was this snow day Santa land pop up that is at the Galleria in Dallas. 
But at that point, Sunday afternoon, I was so tired. The last thing I wanted to do was get in the car and drive a half hour to this mall. The final thing I had booked was this snow day Santa land pop-up deal at the Galleria in Dallas. There is a little tab on the website that gives you a chance to reschedule. And I'm like, oh, can we please reschedule this? I mean, here it is, me, the merriest of them all. And I'm like, I need a nap. I can't do it. But then my kids... They were like, please, mommy, we have to do it. We're so excited. And I'm really glad they did make me get off the couch, even though I was super comfortable under my barefoot dreams blanket. And we went and it was so much fun. We ended up eating dinner down there at the Galleria and you've got the ice rink and the biggest Christmas tree you have ever seen in the middle of an ice skating rink, constant stimulation and never ending entertainment and bottom line i'm glad we went and it's just another memory in the books this weekend we're not going as aggressive with the events but we do have two pretty big ones tomorrow night is the prestonwood baptist church christmas program which is spectacular if you live in the area and you can find tickets you need to go we went two years ago and my kids loved it so much live animals the true story of Mary and Joseph and the birth of Jesus. I'm telling you, like animals on stage, zebras, peacocks, donkeys, camels, all of Noah's Ark, basically. And every year it sells out. And so when the tickets went on sale back in September, I made the executive decision to get us front row seats for this year. The catch is I didn't tell the kids their front row, so they're gonna flip when we go on Saturday night. And I can't wait. So we're doing that. And then on Sunday, we're going to Mainstay Farms, which is the first time for my family. It's a real Christmas tree farm down in Cleborne, Texas. So that's going to be awesome. We're going with one of my best friends, Bria. You've seen her on Instagram and her family. So naturally, my kids are psyched to spend time with her kids and do the whole Christmas tree farm thing for the day. So those are the two things we've got on the schedule for this weekend. Now, I also did not factor in that Zach would have a flag football game bright and early on Sunday morning. And by bright and early, I mean 7, 10 a.m. Yeah, I mean, in my defense, I scheduled all of this stuff before his flag football schedule came out. But the show we're going to on Saturday night is probably going to end around 10 o'clock. So you do the math. He's going to be tired come Sunday night. My kids will be in bed by 8 p.m. I guarantee it. (laughs) Sunday night. I would love to hear your Christmas memories and I would appreciate a phone call because I would really like to play some of your traditions back on next week's episode. I really, truly would. I never hit this number enough and I should really mention it at the beginning of the episode. Lisa, note that for next week. 972-890-9467 is the studio hotline. I don't answer. It'll go right to a voicemail and that's where you're going to leave your message. 972-890-9467. Please, Share with me what you've done in the past, what you're doing now. Maybe you're creating new traditions, but I want to know it all. I'm nosy like that. 972-890-9467. That is going to conclude this episode for today. It is now 1.30 and I'm starving. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast whenever I decide to post it. <laughs> if you can review it truthfully, that would be fantastic. I would appreciate it, really. I will talk to you next week on the Chad Prather Show, Blaze TV, and YouTube. I will see you next week on Power Hour, still up in the air. Do I have a drink or do I not? That's the question. Let me know. As always, you can follow me on the socials. Lisa Page made me do it. And LP on the scene on Instagram and obviously Facebook. Lisa Page made me do it. That's it. That's all I got. 
Have a wonderful weekend. Take in all the Christmas things. Wish people a Merry Christmas. Even if they don't celebrate it, I'm sure they'll appreciate a smile because those come few and far between. So, you know, just put out that good energy. We need more of it. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I will talk to you next week. God bless.